0: Japan has the most powerful passport in a post-pandemic world. The resumption of regular international travel is no longer an abstract hope countries around the world selectively begin to open their borders to international visitors, Singapore remains in second place, with a visa-free visa on arrival score of 192. As vaccination program rollouts gather momentum in certain countries, the resumption of regular international travel is no longer an abstract hope. The latest results from the Henley Passport index the original ranking of all the world's passports, according to the number of destinations their holders can access without a prior visa, provide exclusive insight into what post-pandemic travel freedom might look like, as countries around the world selectively begin to open their borders to international visitors. Without taking temporary and constantly evolving COVID-19 travel restrictions into account, Japan firmly holds on to the number one spot on the index, which is based on exclusive data from the International Air Transport ASSOCIATIO IATA, with Japanese passport holders, theoretically able to access a record 193 destinations around the world visa-free. Singapore remains in second place, with a visa-free visa on arrival score of 192, while Germany and South Korea again share join third place, each with access to 191 destinations. As has been the case for most of the index's 16-year history, the majority of the remaining top 10 spots are held by EU countries. The UK and the US, both of which continue to face steadily eroding passport strength since they held the top spot in 2014, currently share join seventh place, with a visa-free visa on arrival score of 187. The latest results indicate that the gap in travel freedom is now at its largest, since the index began in 2006, with Japanese passport holders able to access 167 more destinations than citizens of Afghanistan, who can visit only 26 destinations worldwide, without acquiring a visa in advance. China and UAE climb global ranking. Although there has been very little movement in the Henley Passport Index for the past five quarters since the outbreak of COVID-19, taking a step back reveals some interesting dynamics over the past decade. Q2 2021 saw China entering the biggest climbers in the past decade for the first time. China has risen by 22 places in the ranking since 2011, from 90th position with a visa-free visa on a rival score of just 40 to 68th position with a score of 77. The most remarkable turnaround story on the index by far, however, is the UAE, which continues its stellar ascendance. In 2011, the UAE was ranked 65th with a visa-free visa on rival score of 67, while today, thanks to the Emirates' ongoing efforts to strengthen diplomatic ties with countries across the globe, it is ranked 15th with a score of 174. Wealthy nations with premium passports flounder and fail. With extensive travel restrictions still in place globally, any level of international travel freedom remains theoretical. It is somewhat ironic that Japan is ranked first, which effectively means its citizens are the most welcomed in the world, yet recently made the difficult decision to bar spectators from abroad from the rescheduled Olympic and Paralympic Games Tokyo 2020, now planned to commence in July. But with a lot of mass vaccination programs in certain wealthy and advanced economies such as the EU, the UAE, the UK, and the US, global mobility will soon be a possibility again for some. For citizens of developing and emerging economies, where vaccine rollouts are much slower, and where passports tend to offer far less travel freedom in general, the future looks decidedly less rosy. Global War for Talent Supercharged by COVID Looking ahead to what the rest of 2021 holds, experts commenting in the Global Mobility Report 2021 Q2 release today, suggest that adaptability and responsiveness will be critical to the survival and success of countries and individuals alike. The second half of the year may well see millions of people scattering again. The shifting patterns of migration in the post-COVID WORLd, when it comes, will be non-linear and perhaps unpredictable. They will mimic the reality of a world in which there are many unfolding crises, from pandemics to climate change to political polarization. Countries facing fiscal pressures as well as skilled labor and investment shortages will seek to attract and recruit everyone from startup entrepreneurs who can stimulate innovation to doctors and nurses who can boost public health services. The global war for talent is now well underway. Destinations ranging from Helsinki to Dubai in terms of climate and temperament are already drafting programs and policies targeting footloose talent, whose employers have given them permission to roam. Lindsay also suggests that the ballooning rate and popularity of programs catering to mobile workers means that any global destination without one is at risk of being left behind when the world opens up again. Backlash against dual citizenship only temporary The recently reported clampdown on the practice by some Asian countries appears to be more of a minor setback than a major counter-trend. Individuals worldwide are increasingly interested in securing or maintaining dual citizenship. Held-out states are having a harder time defending their rejection of the status, now that so many countries accept it, and with little apparent downside. Allowing dual citizenship has come to represent an attractive attribute when considering citizenship value. However, for some countries, notably the U.S., embracing a more fluid approach to migration is by no means a given. The current polarized political environment means THAT immigration reform faces significant headwinds, with strong resistance from Republicans to President Biden's ambitious plan. The Congress also must take steps regarding the AB5 Immigrant Investor Program, due to expire on 30 June. An AB5 reform bill has been introduced, but while there may not be opposition to the bill, moving legislation at all has been thorny in the US Congress. Vaccine Passports No Guarantee of Mobility for All There is a danger that vaccine passports will create perverse incentives. Given that people will likely need to be vaccinated every year, developed countries might seek to secure vaccine supplies for future use. Ultimately, this could prolong the pandemic and raise the risk of further mutations. There is also no scientific consensus on how long immunity from COVID-19 will last after receiving a vaccine, or over whether vaccines actually prevent the spread of the virus. The countries able to vaccinate their populations relatively rapidly will also facilitate their citizens' higher mobility and attract visitors for business and leisure, while countries that are facing conflicts and those that lack funding to ensure adequate storage and efficient distribution of vaccines will lag behind in easing mobility restrictions. Fundamentally, this is attributed to the power asymmetries between wealthy and better-governed nations on the one hand and those that are not on the other. While vaccine passports may at first appear to be a convenient shortcut for increasing cross-border mobility, the road to their application is paved with numerous major hurdles. In the EU, it is doubtful that all the member states will reach an agreement on this issue, before the herd immunity induced by the vaccination campaign will make it redundant. This, however, does not rule out the possibility that a subset of countries could strike bilateral agreements with EU member states and other nations. The recent call for a global treaty for pandemics, made by 24 world leaders, including those of France, Germany, and the UK, is a glimmer of hope for future solidarity. A changing Middle East and urgent bid to revive economies. The recent marked changes to visa polices in the Middle East come as states in the region jockey for greater influence in a post-coronavirus order. The UAE's recent announcement that certain expatriates could receive Emirati citizenship UAE endeavors to expand eligibility for Emirati citizenship and long-term residents are part of a concerted effort to retain and attract the talented expatriate residents needed for a robust economy. Elsewhere in the region, Iraq has begun to relax its highly restrictive visa policies, recently announcing that citizens of over 35 countries, including the US and the UK, may obtain a 60-day visa on arrival. These waivers, however, are unlikely to be reciprocated in the near future. Iraq's government hopes that the new measures will stimulate tourism, encourage investments, and create employment. However, ongoing security challenges and persistent protests are likely to weigh on investor confidence and dampen demand for tourism. The COVID-19 pandemic has frustrated the hope of a new normal for Africa, and will most likely define the progress of human mobility and commerce for at least another year. New waves and variants of the disease, challenges in vaccine rollout, and bureaucracy, have closed borders across the continent, and stalled or halted travel, and trade some countries, will not receive widespread vaccination coverage, before 2023 the implications for mobility of Africans, trade, and tourism are huge. Appeal of investment migration surges amid ongoing volatility. Countries offering residence and citizenship by investment programs continue to perform very well on the Henley Passport Index, with Malta being a prime example in ATH position with a visa-free visa on arrival score of 186, an increase from its score of 184 in January's index. Other top performing investment migration program host countries include Austria, ranked 5th with a visa-free visa on arrival score of 189, Australia ranked 9th with a score of 185, Portugal ranked 6th with a score of 188, Saint Lucia ranked 30th with a score of 146, Montenegro ranked 44th with a score of 124, and Haiti ranked 65th with a score of 80. There has been a significant spike in demand for investment migration programs, as entrepreneurs and affluent investors seek to overcome the lifestyle limitations, and corporate and financial risks of being restricted to a single jurisdiction. It is clear that diversifying country risk has become a priority in terms of personal access rights, as well as financial and property investment. Even high-net-worth individuals from advanced economies with premium passports and world-class healthcare systems are now looking to create portfolios of complementary citizenship and residence options. They all share the same intention to access health security and optionality in terms of where they can live, conduct business, study, and invest for themselves and their families.